What's up, everybody? We are back post-All-Star break, and we got games on tap. It's Monday night, six games to talk about, so we want to get into that. We also want to talk about the top waiver ads and drops over the last 24 hours and award the cream of the crop for the evening. Should we do it? Should we get the biz? You know we got to get the biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL today. Welcome in, everybody. This is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. You know what I'm going to say. Please head on over to Twitter.com. Follow me at Blake Creamer SE. I'm bringing the tweet heat. All right? Yeah. I uh, I, I like to do some uh, Twitter threads over there, you know, pre-game, post-game as much as I can. So, yeah, get your buns over there. Really appreciate that. Give me a follow. And... Uh, yeah, um, I'm so glad to be back. It was nice to have a little break with the All-Star game there. Um, to be honest, I don't really watch any of the All-Star stuff. It just doesn't interest me. It's it's hard to watch games where you can tell the players don't give a crap. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's it's kind of fun. Like, when I was a kid, and you know, or younger, I, I did enjoy it, but... As an adult, it's it's just not my favorite thing. I don't, I, you know, unless they're playing competitive hockey, I'm not really interested in watching. I could just go down and watch uh, the local guys play drop in at the gym. You know what I'm talking about? So it's not my favorite thing, but yeah, it seemed to go okay, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's over because we're back. All right, and uh, yeah, six games on tonight. I want to talk about those. Yeah, and actually, before we get into those games, uh, I do need to mention this is a Sports Ethos presentation. Please head over to sportsethos.com for all your fantasy basketball needs. They also have fantasy baseball they're starting up. Uh, I've got football, um, all that stuff. Disc Golf, you know I'm going to shout this man out. He's got a podcast with Disc Golf. Come on. You got to get the biz. You got to get over there. Um so yeah, really appreciate that. Also, just a heads up, I, I am going to be pumping out uh, a few episodes this week, so definitely uh, stay tuned here to this podcast. We're going to get lots of good stuff out there. I've got a um, playoff schedule strategy pod that we're going to do, uh, give you, you know, um, hopefully we can help you with your playoffs and, and what teams have a good schedule, what teams don't. Uh, so we'll talk to you about some pickups there. And also, I just want to wet your whistle a little bit, you know what I mean? I asked for a high note. Um, I've got something in the works for the trade deadline coming up in March. I really want to have a live trade deadline show. So I'm just going to put a bug in your ear there. We are going to uh, do a live trade deadline show. So we'll just be streaming live for a couple hours up to the deadline, talking about the trades. Um, you know, I'm going to have some guests on the show. I'll, I'll definitely drop those names uh, closer to the time just to make sure we have confirmation. But it's going to be huge, all right? We're going to have some amazing guests giving us all their analysis, and uh, you're going to want to tune into that, okay? But what are we doing? We got six games to talk about, so let's get into that, all right? Yeah, first game up is uh, the Battle of Florida. Tampa Bay against Florida. It wasn't much of a battle, all right? Florida dominates Tampa Bay. It was a, a shocking, shocking result, 7-1. to one. They take the dub. Bobrovsky gets the win. Vasilevsky gets shelled. 
Um, yeah, that show ain't no good. Sorry, Vassy. That's, uh, that's a surprising result there. But let's, uh, let's get into it. There are some players. So I, I did a bit of a tweet storm earlier today um, just talking about players I want to watch. So um, we'll talk about uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning first. Um, you know, obviously this is a, a game that just went, went bad for everybody. So you can't really take too much, uh, you know, strategy or fantasy stuff from this. It was just a bad game overall. Some really bad performances. And, and let's get into those bad performances. So, um, you know, I talked about Brandon Hagel. I wanted to watch what he was doing. Hey, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. Hey, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. The guy did not. He had one shot on goal in 16 and a half minutes. I mean, the 16 and a half minutes are nice. Uh, again, you, you want to watch the deployment on on these guys. He's still getting that second line, uh, you know, uh, deployment and some power play time. So Brandon Hagel's a guy to watch. Definitely keep an eye there. Um, you know, I did mention uh, the third line guys, Nick Paul, Ross Colton, um, Sorelli. They all had pretty poor games. I guess the, the best guy of that bunch was Ross Colton. You know, he played 14 minutes, did have four shots on goal, three hits, two, uh, and a block. So that that's nice. I, I guess, I mean, for Tampa to succeed, they're, they're going to have to get a lot more out of those guys. And they can bring a lot more, as we've seen in the playoffs. So, you know, just a really cold line. They're not doing too much. You know, Hedman, again, I talked about him. He played 22 and a half minutes, nothing doing. See you at the party, Richter. Three shots on goal, one hit, two blocks. No big deal. And then I did talk about Kalorn as well. He had donuts across the board. He was just out for a cardio session. So, yeah, that's you kind of just throw this one away. There isn't too much uh, to talk about on the Tampa Bay side. Now, let's get to the Florida side. My goodness, what in the actual hell was going on? What got into these men? Um, yeah, uh, th- there's some amazing lines here. Let's start with the best one. Matty Kachuk, that all-star, that all-star MVP, uh, Matty Kaching, two goals, three assists. What the hell? Five-point night. Uh, excellent. You know, he, he just, he's rolling right now. He's, he's locked in offensively and, you know, just drove all the offense here today. So five points. He did have six shots on goal. Um, some of his advanced stats here, just, just like nine Corsi four towards the net, six individual scoring chances for four high danger scoring chances. Like he's, he just lit up, uh, Tampa Bay, no problem. And then right behind him was Carter Verhage. What's, you know, I, I, I tweeted about this man and, and, uh, I was happy that I did because yeah, obviously, you know, he's, he's been hot 10 points in his last eight games before this one. Now, how about 14 points in his last nine, two goals, two assists tonight, Sheesh, what the, yeah, five shots on goal, nine individual Corsi, four, seven scoring chances today. He led the team in scoring chances. Um, Matt Kachuk was, was uh, playing playmaker today. He, he, was, he was on fire. Some beautiful passes uh, setting up for Hagee. Um, you know, when he set up um, Sam Bennett for a goal as well. So that's another guy I want to talk about, a guy I was looking forward to seeing tonight. Miles Bennett Dyson. That line is flying. So it's Bennett, it's Carter Verhage, and, and Matthew Kachuk. And they just, had a, they just had a night. Have yourself a game, boys. So uh, Sam Bennett, one goal, two assists. Uh, great night for him. Four shots on goal, four in, uh, individual Corsi, four, and three scoring chances for him. Um, really nice. And then, yeah, the thing you like with Bennett is he brings the perifs usually. He had three hits and one block tonight. Just under 16 minutes. So uh, just a great night for that line. Um, you know, Barkov, 
if you look at the box score, he only played 10 and a half minutes. He took a shot off the hand and didn't finish the game. So something to keep an eye on. I mean, on all the fantasy sites, it's not showing that he's injured. So maybe this is just precautionary. Like we'll have to check his status uh, before next game. So, but uh, Barkov didn't finish the game, but it didn't matter. These guys were smashing. So um, yeah, the Chucks went up, just a great game. Um, all firing on all cylinders. Uh, their D was looking good. Ekblad had a couple assists. Uh, Gustav Forsling, um, you know, he didn't get any points, but he was plus three, three shots on goal, one hit, four blocks. I mean, you just look at this box score. It's just nuts. Um, you know, Bar- it's Barkov, Lundell, and Reinhardt. They, they all had donuts offensively on the night, which is, which is a little rough, but uh, I don't know. It seems like both lines can't be going at the same time, the top two lines. It's, it's weird. Whenever Bennett is going, usually... Um, you know, Verhage and Reinhardt don't go, you know, and vice versa. But, you know, tonight was Bennett and Verhage going. I, I do think, uh, as I tweeted today, Verhage to me is a must roster at this point. He's on a heater currently, and he's playing with Matt Kachuk, who's on a mega heater, and this guy's elite right now, and he's he's playing that way. So um, anyone attached to Matt Kachuk right now is, is going to get some points, and not to mention Carter Verhage's um, he's been playing excellent. I did want to di- do a quick little deep dive into Carter Verhage, like just what's going on with him this season. He's up this shot total this year um, by a whole shot. So last year he averaged 2.1 shots. Uh, so far this year he's averaging 3.1. That's excellent. Um, and his deployment is up a minute and a half over last year. And he had a good season last year, 55 points in 78 games. Uh, he's already got a career high in goals this season uh, with 28. He's on a 74-point pace. So for Hagee, he was available in drafts. You, you probably picked him up with your very last pick, or maybe you picked him up off the waiver wire. This guy's paying off big time, and I think he's going to have a really nice uh, final 30 games of the season. Obviously, they need him to get going. Um, you know, the Florida Panthers are currently out of the playoffs right now. So, yeah, it's uh, guys like Verhage are going to drive it, and and Kachuk is just going to have a monster. If he can stay healthy, he's, he's going to kill it for the rest of the season. So you're, you're definitely happy you drafted him probably in the first round. Anyways, let's move on. Oh, and I did want to mention uh, Bobrovsky. He, he looked good tonight. I mean, obviously, it got out of hand in the second period, no question. But um, Bobrovsky's available out there in, in some leagues, you know. So it's it's I, I think he should be rostered. It's going to be painful, for sure. I've talked on Bobrovsky before, but, um, you know. And obviously, with the, the sharing that he's done with Spencer Knight and everybody else, Alex Lyon, who just got sent down. Bobrovsky's still going to be the go-to guy, I think. So uh, I do believe he needs to be rostered. So if he's out there, pick him up. Okay. Next game. Let's talk about the New York Islanders uh, taking the win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Does Bo know? Bo, you don't know diddly. Bo, well, he knew something. Yeah, he didn't get any points tonight, but it was Bo Horvat's uh, debut for the New York Islanders, and I think it went pretty well. Let's let's get into it here. Um, we'll start with uh, you know the Varlamov was was in goal. He took the win where Carter Hart uh, takes the L for Philly. The Islanders had a good game. Uh, the, you know they looked good. Um, it was a defensive battle for sure. And Horvat himself, no points, but he did have four shots on goal, two hits, two blocks, and 19 minutes on ice. I love to see that. Um, Bo Horvat also um, led the team in individual Corsi for and individual scoring for for the game. So that's nice. Yeah, he had some good chances. He he hit the post on a deflection. Um, 
you know, a lot's been written about Bo Horvat and how his his production is probably going to trail off. And I tend to agree with that, honestly. I think that's a that's a reasonable assessment. Um, you know, with so much change and he was just dialed in to Vancouver. Like it was a perfect situation for him um, on the power play as well. And uh, you know, now he's on a new team. He's got new, new line mates. Um, he was skating with Josh Bailey and Matt Barzell. So that line looks pretty good. I, I like the deployment a lot. Um, so that's good to see, you know, and they just signed him. They just signed him for eight years, $8.5 million. Uh, and Lou Lamorello, uh, happiest man on earth. He's just stoked on the deal. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's great for Bo Horvat. I'm super excited, but now they've committed, you know, a lot of money to him and Barzell. So, you know, these guys need to get the minutes. And speaking of Barzell, yeah, he got 20 and a half minutes time on ice himself, had a decent game, did get, did have a goal, you know, uh, two shots, three Corsi four, two scoring chances. So nothing crazy. It was a, a defensive game for sure. Um, but yeah, I like to see that Noah Dobson, uh, was a game time decision. He ended up playing the game. Uh, got an assist on uh, a goal there, but only played 16 and a half minutes. That's low for him. They might just be ramping him back up. Um, and then Kyle Palmieri uh, picked up a goal as well. He was a popular ad, a waiver wire ad. We'll talk about that a little later. He played 15 minutes. Nothing to write home about. Um, the defensemen on the Islanders are definitely... They're good streamers uh, for this week, especially. I mean, the Islanders had four games. Now they have three. But Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak... Uh, um, Romanov, these guys, um, they're, they're not going to get you a lot of points, but they have uh, very good time on ice and their perifs are solid hits and blocks. That's what we're looking for. So, you know, if I was to go on those, I would probably prioritize Romanov, then Pelek, then Pulak, something like that. That's how we do. Okay. That is the Islanders. Let's talk about the, those Philadelphia Flyers hashtag fueled by Philly. Okay. Yeah. Um, not much doing, uh, Nick Delorier, he's your lone goal scorer, one goal. He played just under six minutes of ice time. So, but let's look at, uh, let's look at the high minute men here. So, you know, uh, Travis Konechny did his thing. He played 22 minutes, but really was ineffective. Uh, only had a hit there in the game and, and nothing else. So, um, Konechny did, uh, he had three individual course, four, two scoring chances, nothing really doing. Um, the guy kind of driving the most offense on the night for Philly was James Van Riemsdyk of all people. And he did, uh, yeah, he played just under 19 minutes. So that's nice to see four shots, seven individual Corsi four and four individual scoring chances for along with, uh, two high danger scoring chances for. So way to go JVR. Um, you know, didn't equal any points, but you know, could, could be something to, to look at moving forward. I talked about Owen Tippett as well. He didn't do too much. He did get three shots on goal, two hits, three blocks. So the peripherals are nice, but we need some offense too, buddy. What have you done for me lately? I do like Tippett uh, moving forward. You know, he's a streamer for sure, but, um, you know, when Philly has a good schedule or I, I think he's a good stream in at, at times here. Um, yeah, no, nothing really else to report with uh, this Philly game here. So let's just move on. Cool. Next up. We've got the Devils against the Vancouver Canucks, and Devils take it 5-4 in overtime. Um, Canucks were down big time in this. They were down 4-1, and they stormed back uh, to tie it in the third and then lost in overtime. But I, I don't know. That, that's, that's nice for the Canucks. Everything going on with the Canucks right now is just, I, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're a little bit fragile, but I feel like they're, I feel like they're trending upward. Maybe not in terms of wins and points for their team, but just the attitude around the team, the kind of refresh, I think, you know, 
they're, they're trending upward, they're moving forward, and I, I think the rest of the season should be not as crushing of a disappointment as the first half was, okay? Yeah. Um, so Vanacek uh, takes the, the victory here. He's 22-5-2 on the season. Man, this is a, a prime example of a zero-G goalie. This is a guy you could have picked up off waiver wires at the beginning of the season. Vitek Vanacek. Oh, there you go. And then Colin Delia takes the loss. Uh, he's 6-3-1 on the season. Whatever. Canucks cannot stop goals from going in. So uh, Canucks goalies are in tough this season. But let's look at it. Let's get into Vancouver first. You probably want to know about the new guy, Anthony Beauvillier. Oh, with the pretty boy... Tony. Yeah. Hey. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's nice. Um, he had a pretty nice debut, I think. I mean, he, you know, he didn't get any points. He was minus two, so that's not good. But two shots on goal, two hits, 18 minutes of ice time. I like that. And he was he, he landed a plum assignment. He played with uh, Pedersen as, and Kuzmenko. So that's a great line for him to start on. And he was also on power play one, uh, where Besser was moved to power play two. I thought it was going to be opposite there, but uh, Beauvillier ended up getting that spot on power play one. So we'll have to watch how that goes, right? But I do like the deployment. If they're going to give him 18 minutes a night, this, this guy's someone you, you want to look at for sure. I definitely want to, you know, he's got to put some points together here. Uh, he's he's had, having a down season for sure. Um, there's no question there. Um, but... I think he'll be better. I think this he could have a little bit of a resurgence here in Vancouver. But again, streamer level at this point. I don't think you need to pick up Anthony Beauvillier. All right? And a lot of people are picking up Brock Besser, too. He did nothing in this game. It's, it's, that's pretty rough. I mean, you know, I, I am one of the people that believes that Besser will pr- probably benefit or get a boost from Horvat leaving. But certainly didn't happen in this game, right? He played 15 and a half minutes, just nothing doing. He did have two hits and one block, but if you look into the advanced stats, um, yeah, Besser was just invisible out there. So 15 and a half minutes on ice, as I said, he had, you know, one shot on goal, no scoring chances, uh, three individual Corsi four. Like it, he's just not offensively that he's an offensive player and he's not doing anything offensive. So um, that's rough to see uh, in my opinion. A um, couple other things on the Canucks. Um, I'm always interested with this new coach, you know, still still in the early days. How is he deploying people? And he, right off the bat, you can see OEL, uh, Ekman Larson, is being prioritized. So that could be a good thing. I mean, they're paying this guy a ton of money. You might as well play him, right? Um, you know, <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's a great move defensively for the Canucks. Obviously, we, we all know OEL's kind of defensive troubles, but he did have a couple assists on the night, so that's good. Quinn Hughes, again, uh, doing his thing. And then JT Miller, uh, the high minute forward. He had 21 minutes and 21 seconds. So, yeah, that that's interesting. Something to watch because Tockett kind of said that he wasn't going to do that, but he, here he is doing it. So that's interesting anyway. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of little things here. Pedersen had an assist. That's nice. Um, how about my guy Kuzmenko? Big Koozie had a nice goal. Dangled Dougie Hamilton. Just dangled him out of his jock strap. I like that. And uh, another thing I like is Kuzmenko put four shots on goal. That's good. He needs to up his shots. We talked about that in a, in a uh, previous podcast here. And uh, he did have in, uh, six individual Corsi four on, at, in the game. And he led the team in scoring chances as well with six. So that's, that's what you need from Kuzmenko. That's what I think should be his baseline. This kind of game should be his baseline, you know, give or take the goal. So um, I love Kuzmenko rest of the season. I think he's a, you know, 70-point 
player at this point. He could be point per game uh, moving forward, you know, or just under. So he's a player that should be rostered, and he's still criminally under-rostered. So go pick up Big Koozie. All right. And uh, last guy I did want to just touch on, Vasily uh, Podkolzin, up with the big boys again. I like that. Uh, nothing doing on the night, but he did have three shots, four individual Corsi, four, four scoring chances, four. Um, yeah, I-, I want this guy to do well. I think now's the time with the Canucks. Like, let's just let the young guys play. Let's get the biz. So um, I love that Podkolzin's back up, and let's see what he can do. All right, moving on, we're going to talk about Jersey, the Devils. We're the Devils! The Devils! These guys are flying. There's no doubt. The Devils are just a good offensive team. They they generate a lot of offense. And, you know, the guy leading the way is Jack Hughes. This guy is flying right now. Two goals, one assist, nine shots on goal, um, just under 22 minutes. This is exactly what you were hoping for when you drafted Jack Hughes. He was available a little later in drafts. It, it's, you know, people that knew didn't wait that long to draft him right? Because of all the advanced stats, it just everything was pointing for Hughes to have a big season this year and it's come to fruition and I'm here for it. I love it. So big game for him. You know, when we're looking at advanced stats there, let's take a look. Um, you know, Hughes had 13 individual Corsi four, four scoring chances, nine shots. He's just dominating out there. Uh, and then uh, the big guy, Dougie Hamilton. Taste me how to duck. Taste me, taste me how to duck, duck. Um, another great game, three assists for him. He had three shots, eight individual Corsi four, five scoring chances. He's just putting up elite numbers, uh, offensive numbers for a defenseman. So I'm a big fan of Dougie Hamilton. Way to go, my guy. And then a player I was looking for is, is uh, or a couple of players I was interested in, in this game is Jack Hughes line mates, um, Igor Sharangovich and Fabian Zetterland. And yeah, it was an interesting game for both. They both, again, didn't do much, but Zetterland did get on the scoreboard. He got two assists. He only he didn't have any shots. He only had one individual Corsi four, but you know two assists on the night in uh, twelve minutes and forty nine seconds. That's not bad, right? And I also touched base on uh, Thomas Tatar, fourteen minutes on ice, donuts across the board, doing nothing. So yeah, that guy's a that guy's a clear drop if you're holding on to him. Palat had a couple goals too. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. Uh, it's nice to see him doing well. You know, I don't have much more to say on Andre Palat, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice game for him. Let's move on. Next game, Calgary and New York Rangers. The Rangers take it 5-4 in overtime. Um, Yaroslav Halak with the victory. So he gets over 500 on the season. He's 7-6-1. Jacob Markstrom's uh, troubles just continue. He, he cannot stop a puck. It's rough. I remember times like this when he was in Vancouver, and he would go through phases like this, and, and it just didn't happen last year in his big year. But, I mean, he's kind of he's, he's in the valley right now for sure. And, uh, yeah, it's rough to see because I like the player a lot. Well, let's get into it. For the Flames, uh, goal scorers to Foley picked up a goal. That's nice. You know, five shots on goal. He's he, that. That's kind of the mo for him. Um, there, there wasn't a lot going on for Calgary um, in this game. You know, Stone got a goal uh, from the uh, defense there. Uh, Mangiapani got the other. He had a goal and assist, and Blake Coleman had a goal and assist. So those are kind of your offensive guys. But the minutes were really spread out tonight. Um, Daryl Sutter does this. It, it's I don't know. Um, I mean, he's a he's a professional coach, and I'm just some dude with a podcast. So, you know, way to go, uh, Daryl Sutter. That's that's fine. You obviously know what you're doing. But yes, sometimes it's a head scratcher just from my position. Like, I look at a player like Jonathan Huberdeau. Zero points, obviously, minus one on the night. 
one shot on goal, one hit, 15 minutes and 20 seconds. What the hell? What, what did this man do to deserve this kind of deployment? I, I, just, I just don't get it. It's shocking um, that, that, first off, Huberto's numbers, um, but his deployment is shocking. It just doesn't make a bit of sense. Um, so it just leads me to believe like there's something going on in the room there. Maybe there's some headbutting with the coach. But, you know, it, it's, it's been a rough go. You know, Blake Coleman got more minutes than Huberto. Mangiapane got more minutes than Huberto. It, it's, it, it doesn't make a bit of sense to me. I mean, this, this is an elite offensive player, and he's getting no time out there to do offensive crap. So, I don't know. Huberto, this season might be a wash. There's not that much left in it. You know, he's been a buy low all season. He might be a stay low this season. I don't know if his points are coming back this season. And he's, a, he, you know, he's usually pretty good with his perifs too. And I don't think they're coming back. So, that, that's rough. You drafted Huberto, you know, late first round, early second. Like, that, that's hurting you a little bit, right? So, uh, you know, he's, he's locked up there for a little bit. So, they, they better figure something out. Huberto cannot be this bad for the rest of the season. But he's going to need some help from the coach. He really is. Like, get him out there. At least, at least 17 minutes. Like, come on. What are we doing? All right. Um, also, yeah, the, uh, Dylan Dubé, uh, you know, uh, I'm only mentioning him because he got just leveled by Jacob Truba. It was an insane hit. Check the highlights on that one. He popped his lid. Um, yeah, Truba is a bad man. He, he's, a, he's a true danger out there with his hits, and they're all clean. Like, this hit was clean, and he just clocked him, right? This, this guy's, you got to keep your head up when you're out there. So, yeah, I like me some Jacob Truba, but, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Let's talk about the Rangers, okay? How about Philip Heedle? Yes, sir. This this guy is the he's the player of the day. Uh, he, he's having a he had a great game. Two goals, four shots on goal in just under sixteen minutes. He's playing third line minutes. He's playing with Lafreniere and Capo Caco, and both those guys got points too. Caco had another assist. Lafreniere had the overtime winner uh, on a rebound there. Um, plus, he had five hits in sixteen minutes. So um, that line is is cooking right now, and the Rangers. This week have the four game schedule now three, but Hito is a prime uh, waiver pickup that that should be happening right now. He's he's playing well. Um, I, Lafreniere had kicked tires there too. Um, Keandre Miller I talked about on Twitter. Uh, you know he had kind of a dud game. Didn't even really bring the perifs, but the deployment's great. Twenty three minutes. You got to roll with my man Keandre. Get the biz. And then that legend, that beauty, that uh, you know just just a good human being, Vincent Trocheck. For show. He did nothing. All right. Zero zeros across the board. Two hits, one block, 18 and a half minutes. I don't even care. All right. Vinny Tro, you can do no wrong in my books, buddy. All right. And then my man, Jacob Truba, zeros across the board, minus two. Uh, six hits, though, and one block in 18 minutes. Love that. Zabanajad, what about you, my man? Two goals, one assist, eight shots on goal. Yeah. Zibby. Big Zibby. I love that. Um, I did want to just touch base on uh, some of the advanced stats here. So Zabanajad especially, um, eight shots, 11 individual Corsi for nine individual scoring for uh, chances for him. It's a great game. It's a really great game. Zabanajad, uh, you know, when he's cooking, he, he's elite, no question. Um, so, yeah, uh, definitely wanted to talk about him. Let's move on. Next game up, Anaheim losing in overtime to the Dallas Stars. Uh, Jake Ettinger, uh, Ottinger getting the win there, and John Gibson 
just stacking the L's, all right? He's 10, 20, and 5 on the season. I love that this guy just straps up the pads every night. He doesn't give a crap. He gets in there and just... <laughs> he just gets pelted with rubber uh, every night, and he's happy to do it, right? This this guy's a consummate professional. Uh, you know, John Gibson, can we get him some help? Can you help John Gibson, please? Uh, this guy's actually a pretty good goalie, and, uh, yeah, he's just being hung out to dry, but what are you going to do? He's getting paid, all right? So, you know, there's that. Let's look at what the Ducks did, all right? Um, so again, the Ducks had that have the great uh, streaming schedule for this week coming up because they're four games and all on off nights. They they skipped the Saturday there, so you've got a lot of these guys probably on your team, hopefully. Um, and uh, there was some good and some bad. Let's take a look. The good Adam Henrique picked up a goal, four shots on net, twenty four minutes of ice time. Sheesh! What the heck? Yeah, uh, that's pretty nice. Uh, Henrique, you know he, he's. Uh, <laughs> He's chugging the men's, man. He's chugging minutes. So I think he should be rostered definitely for this week. Um, Zegris right behind him with 23 minutes, 12 seconds. He got an assist. I love that. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Um, you know, but the, the and actually uh, Troy Terry got injured in this game, so he couldn't finish. So that that sucks, right? So I'm not sure who's going to step up there for him. Maybe uh, uh, Silverberg or someone moves up a line, but... You know, that, that sucks. They're already depleted offensively. And to me, he's their, you know, one of the, probably their best all-around player. And, and now he's out. So we'll, we'll see. Just, you know, check his status uh, before next game. Uh, the guys I like on Anaheim, I've talked about him before. Frank Vitrano. Frank! Good afternoon. Hello, Frank's Pickle Barrelless. Huh? Yeah, he had an assist. He did have five shots and two blocks in only 14 minutes. So he's, he's putting some counting stats on the board. And... Um, he's driving a lot of plays. So, when, again, when we look at the advanced stats, Frank Vetrano, just in 14 minutes, had six individual Corsi four, three individual scoring chances, five shots. He's a very offensive player, and he hits, too. Um, I like the player. I don't know. Give him some more minutes. What are you doing? Um, yeah, and then Ryan Strom uh, actually is probably the main benefactor of, of Troy Terry going out there. Uh, he played 21 and a half minutes, did nothing with it. That's fine. I don't know. Um, Strom is, is a streamer that you can definitely look at for the rest of this week. Um, Cam Fowler, a player I've talked about, got a ton of minutes, 25 minutes, didn't do too much with it. Um, two shots on goal, two blocks. He'll be better than that. And then Mason McTavish, again, he got 19 minutes. So I like that. Um, two shots on goal, not much else going on. But again, McTavish was, uh, d- was doing all right there. He, he had... Three individual courts before, only the one scoring chance. But I, I do like the deployment there with McTavish. So I think those are probably your stream options there on Anaheim that you'd want to look at. Okay. So now let's talk about the Dallas Stars. Jamie Benn played in his thousandth game. That's nice. I don't know. I have much more to say about that. But yeah, <laughs> Jamie Ben, what a season this guy's having. I love it. He didn't get any uh, points tonight, but 16 minutes on ice. I love that he's kind of having a resurgence here. Um, it's, you know, it's nice to see. Let's look at some of the other players. So Rupa Hintz doing his thing. He had a goal tonight, three shots on goal, 20 minutes of action. Love that. Heiskinen, the high minute man, 28 and a half minutes, three shots on goal, one hit. I'd love to see Heiskinen put a bit more offense on the board here. He might not be that kind of player. Like we saw it in the playoffs a few years ago. Heiskanen really just lit it up. He he 
um, he just got possessed and he went to, went to work offensively, but it hasn't really materialized that way. And it's, it's a little surprising to see just seeing how well the stars are doing that Heiskanen is not doing better offensively this season, but you know, whatever, uh, just keep doing what you're doing, my man. And, you know, we're talking about the difference between fantasy hockey and actual hockey. This guy's a stud. So yeah, there you go. And then we got to talk about Jason Robertson. This, this guy is just a unit. He's amazing. 22 minutes on ice. He had an assist, seven shots on goal. But when you look at the advanced stats, it's even more ridiculous. Um, he had 17 individual Corsi 4 and eight individual scoring chances in the game. You know, I mean, this, he, this guy could go off any night. He, he's just, um, the, the advanced stats he's putting up are elite. There's no question about that. And... I, I love it. Um, you know, again, this is a player I really thought was going to have a slow start and a potentially down season just because of his contract dispute at the beginning. Well, well, I'm happy to be wrong on that. Um, you know, if you picked up Jason Robertson, it's like a Tage Thompson pickup. Like these guys are flying and the numbers under the hood are proving that and, and he's crushing it. So good for you, Jay Rob. Really appreciate you. Okay. All right, but that's uh, that's really it for those teams. Let's get into the last game. It's Arizona taking the dub over the Minnesota Wild. Um, Carol Vamelka gets a victory. Um, he's he's chugging along. I've talked about this guy at length with with various guests, and um, I, I love the player. Um, he's he's doing so well. Obviously, he gets a ton of shots, and he's maintaining some reasonable you know save percentage with that. So that's great to see. And it's nice when he gets the dub. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury takes the loss here. I spoke um, on a previous podcast about Philip Gustafson being a, being a goalie that I'm interested in. And now Fleury started four straight. <laughs> so it, it, that's a little frustrating. But I, I, I still do think Gustafson is, is a, um, you know, a watch list kind of goalie. Can definitely be streamed in for his starts. And I think he has potential for more. Because at, for large portions of the season so far, he hasn't been a backup to Flurry. He's been time-sharing and sometimes taking, taking more starts away from Flurry. So, you know, I don't know. They've gone with Flurry for the last four games. So just something to keep an eye on. I do like Gustafson moving forward. Flurry's okay too, okay? Let's get into the wild. The wild times, the wild things. All right, um, look at some of these lines here. Uh, one guy I do want to talk about is Matt Boldy. Um, zero points tonight, but, you know, five shots on goal, two hits. I love the deployment, just under 20 minutes. And then Matt Boldy, um, he led the team in scoring chances in this game in 19 minutes. So eight individual Corsi four, but seven individual scoring chances for. So um, Boldy is good to go. I, I think once he signed his contract, there was a little bit of weight kind of off Matt Boldy's shoulders, and he can just go and play hockey. And I feel like he's been a little looser out there. It hasn't always equaled, you know, uh, points, but... Everything under the hood is looking good. This this guy's going to be a stud for for years to come, and I think he's going to have a, a better, um, you know, rest of season here. And then Maddie Zooks, what is this man doing? Uh, again, I called. Um, uh, if you go back and listen to my bust show, I think I'm on point for four of the five that I brought up. But Maddie Zooks, he's just he's making me look like a dangus. All right, this guy's having a great season. Um, and he's still getting insane deployment. 21 minutes, 21 seconds, eight shots on goal, nine individual Corsi four, five individual scoring chances for, um, you know, uh, I, I love to see it. This, this guy's, he's a great player and he's, he's, uh, got a great spot on that line with, um, Sam Steele and Kaprizov. Not much else to talk about Minnesota. Um, one thing I do want to mention, actually, um, Minnesota, to me, coming up with this week, 
uh, Minnesota has a Wednesday, Thursday back to back. And I think that you should make an effort to grab somebody from Minnesota for that back to back because Minnesota has an amazing schedule next week. They have four games and they're all on off nights. So you can pick up a Minnesota player this week for the back-to-back and maybe make room for them Saturday. Maybe you don't. That's fine. But then you hold them and you get four games with them next week. So some players I'm looking at on Minnesota, Kalen Addison for offense. I mean, he got an assist tonight, but his deployment stinks. So that that's always going to limit him. He only played 17 minutes, but... Um, Brodeen is a player that, I, that I'm interested in for sure. Um, he played 24 minutes tonight. He's, he got a rare goal. He, he's not going to be a big offensive guy, but in the category league, he's bringing the perifs. Like this game tonight, two shots on goal, two hits, seven blocks. Yes, please. I love that. And then Matt Dumba, um, you know, he's, he's another player I'd, I'd be targeting. You know, if you want bangs, you can go Felino. And then for forwards, I like um, Sam Steele. Steele. Would be the the priority there, followed by Goudreau, followed by, you know, I guess Ryan Hartman or someone like that. But yeah, lots of options there. And and then again, keep an eye on Philip Gustafson. How many starts is he going to get um, coming up here? Like he's they have three games left this week. And then, you know, he'll get one of the starts on the back-to-back, no question. Probably the first start, I would think. Um, so think about that. Um, he, he's a great player. Uh, I like the player rest of season. And if anything happens to Mark andre Fleury, he's a must roster. So there you go. That's my two cents. Let's talk about the Yotes, the hashtag Yotes. Jacob Chikrin. Yes, this is, this is, uh, this is the Jacob Chikrin that we wanted last year. Um, this type of player. So just under 23 minutes, two goals, five shots on goal. Um, he looked good. He looked very good. Um, and I think, he, yeah, he's the only option there. He's definitely trade bait for the Coyotes. Uh, so I, I suspect he'll be on another team, uh, you know, by the trade deadline there. He's going to bring a lot of value to wherever he goes. Um, like if he has any level of, you know, talent around him. Like right now he's just playing with young, talented guys. But uh, the key word there is young, right? These guys don't have a lot of experience. They're, they're a bit fragile. So if Chikrin goes to any, any team Chikrin goes to, I think is going to boost his value, you know, as long as he's getting reasonable deployment so but anyways nice game here two goals i love that um what else let's take a look another player i want to bring your attention to is uh uh valimaki um you saw valimaki on d there he got an assist five shots on goal and uh just over 20 minutes um this is a good looking player to me um you know he had five shots on goal as i said um six individual coursey four four individual scoring chances for so and they locked him up with a new contract. Like again, this is a, a, a key piece of the future here in Arizona, and I like the player. Someone to keep an eye on. And also, you know, I like my man Lawson Kraus. I've talked about him before. He's an underrated guy. You know, zero points across the board, but two shots, five individual Corsi, four four scoring chances for Lawson Kraus. I love that. And Kraus brings the bangs. All right, he's a beast. Did he hit tonight? I don't even know what. Oh, one hit, one block. All right. That's fine, Kraus, all right? You, you take the night off, buddy. But uh, next game, you got to hammer somebody, all right? Do me a favor. All right. Uh, but that's really it. That's all I got for those games. So it's nice to recap those games for you. Now what I want to do is we'll talk about the top waiver wire ads and drops over the last 24 hours. What do you got to say? Let's do it. 
Okay, well, let's talk about the top 10 ads. So uh, we'll rip through this as quick as we can. Uh, first two ads, Yarrow, Halak, and uh, uh, Varlamov. Obviously, they were streamed in for their games today, both dubs. So uh, that's nice streaming right there. Good for you. Next one down, Kyle Palmieri. Uh, another good stream, ended up working out. Um, he did get a goal tonight, so, uh, you know, we'll see. You, you, you could hold him for the rest of uh, the schedule for the Islanders, but I don't know. There might be better options out there. And next down the list, uh, Beauvillier. The recently traded Anthony Beauvillier to the Vancouver Canucks. Um, you know, he's only 6% rostered, so, yeah, that, that's going to change. We'll see. I mean, I, I do like the deployment that he has in Vancouver. I like the line he's on, and he's getting power play time, so... Um, I don't mind the ad. He's definitely a streamer right now. I want to see a little more. I want to see him put some games together, two or three games together with some points, with some good advanced stats, and then we're talking. And I'll let you know if that happens, all right? Uh, next one down the list, who I like probably the best of all of these, Philip Hedl. Right? We talked about why um, he's flying right now. You know, Let's look at these numbers. In the last four games, he's got six goals and seven points. So... Um, yeah, he, he's, he's doing excellent right now. 16 goals, 13 assists on the season. His line is playing well. I, I think he's an ad. You got to add him for this week, especially while it's going like this. The next one down is Brock Besser. Didn't work out tonight. I would hold on Besser. Let's give him another couple games just to kind of get it figured out. It's, it's all new there in Vancouver. But Besser does need that power play time. So that, that's something to watch too. Is he going to be on power play too? Because if he is... I think he's a drop. You got to get him out of your sight. All right. I'm sorry, Besser. You got a beautiful head of hair. I love it. But what can we do? Um, Adam Henrique, uh, the next one down. Yeah, definite ad, I think, for this week, especially with the deployment. That's insane. 24 minutes he played. So Adam Henrique, I think, is an ad. He can get you some goals. Um, he's looking pretty good in his last five games. Four points, uh, three goals. So, you know, I like that. And he, and he shoots a lot. You could do worse. All right. Uh, next one down, Anders Lee, I think makes sense. You know, didn't do too much. He got five hits tonight, really nothing else. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> no one on the island is really blowing the doors down. You know what I mean? For me personally, anyway. Uh, next one down, Cam Fowler. I've talked about him. I do think he's a good ad this week. And then last one I want to talk about, Frank Vetrano. I think he's an even better ad. I, I like flank, uh, flank. Frank Vetrano. Come on, get him in your life. Um, I think he's, he's, he's doing well right now. And if Troy Terry is injured for any amount of time, Frank Vitrano is going to get more playing time. And I ain't hating it, all right? Let's move on to the top 10 drops. First up, Anti Ranta, get out of my sight. Obviously, Anderson is back. Um, Ranta is relegated to backup status. So, And Carolina only has the one game. So you'll notice a lot of these drops are teams that have just one game for the rest of the week. So that's kind of the... Kind of the theme of these drops here, but Ranta is the f number one. Next one down, David Krejci. Ew, David. Say it ain't so, David. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a fringe guy with, with a one-game week. You know, if, you, if you're struggling to win your week, you might have to drop David Krejci. I, I get it for sure. I have him on, on two teams. I'm not dropping him on those teams, but I totally get it. You know, you, you got to do what you got to do to win your week, so it makes sense. Um... Victor Olofsson, same thing. He's only got one game, um, but he but he's been he's been playing pretty well. He's uh, his his deployment's gone up too. Last two games, he's had over seventeen minutes. I like that, but Buffalo only has the one game. So again, I like Krejci better than I like Olofsson. So if 
you know, if you're dropping Krejci, you better drop the hell out of Olsen. All right. Next up, Seth Jarvis. Carolina had that back-to-back last week, which was part of week 17. I had Seth Jarvis in a lot of spots, and I dropped him right quick. So I understand the drop there. Get out of there. He's only got one game left this week. Um, Jordan Stahl, same thing. Uh, Carolina, just no problem dropping there. UPL, Uko Pekka-Lukanen is the next one up. He's getting dropped. Um, and I like Lukanen as a goalie. I, I think he's a rest-of-season hold, in my opinion. I think he should be rostered. They only have one game this week, so I guess I get that. You know, if you've got two, you know, volume starters and Lukanen's like your third guy, you drop him. I, I play in a couple leagues where I've just did full zero G, and Lukanen's my guy. I can't drop him. Because who am I going to pick up? What, you know, <laughs> I need you, buddy. It just sucks. Um, he only has the one game, but that's fine. Um, Anton Forsberg's right next to him. Same thing. Ottawa only has the one game. But Cam Talbot is out. So Forsberg's the man there in Ottawa. You know, sucks they only have a one-game week, but maybe good for Cam Talbot. Mark Stone is the next guy down. Obviously, you know, he's out for the season. Could be back for playoffs. But, yeah, you, you can definitely drop Mark Stone, no problem. And then Alex Lyon. Drop him. He's been sent back down to the minors. Uh, performed admirably with Florida, but you know Bob's back and Spencer Knight is is you know going to be back soon. And last one, Brady Shea. He's a great defenseman. He's been playing awesome. Carolina only has that one game. He's on the bubble, and you got to do it. Um, I'm not saying you have to drop these guys, but I, it it makes sense, right? So there's your top waiver ads and drops. Now we got to talk about the cream of the crop, and I don't think I can give it to anybody else besides the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Matthew Kaching Kachuk. Okay. Um, beautiful game for this guy. I'm excited to watch, um, you know, uh, Kachuk continue on with the season here. I, I think the playoffs would be better if Florida makes it. I love a lot of the players on Florida. And they had such a great offensive year last year. It was such a shock to me that they changed coaches. You know, maybe they're starting to put the offense back together. You know, they have so many guys that are are generating offense, but they aren't converting, and now they're starting to convert. So hopefully uh, Barkov's injury isn't too crazy, and then Matt Kachuk can just get the biz. And take Sam Bennett and uh, Reinhardt and Verhage with you, buddy. Please. I got those guys on all my teams. Help me out. Come on. Give me, give me, uh, give me some help there. Um, so Matty Kachuk, congratulations to you. You are the cream of the crop. And that's all we have, everybody. That's a, a quick little recap. I just wanted to get that out there uh, first thing in the morning for you so you can listen to it on your way to work or whatever it is you're doing, okay? But again, I appreciate you so much. Thank you very much for listening, um, taking time out of your day. Please hit me up on Twitter. Um, I'm having some awesome conversations with people there. I love hearing your takes. I love uh, just uh, you know engaging with you and seeing what you think. So um, drop me a line. Give me a follow. Um, please, if, you, if you're feeling good about the podcast, um, give, you know, give me a rating. Uh, rate the podcast. You can do that on Spotify or Apple. I'd really appreciate that. Just helps me get this podcast out to more people. All right, that's all I got. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Celebrate your day. Bye for now.
A rational explanation is hardly necessary.